0: And, and that's what is that why you think people like violence? podcasts? Yeah, well, it's a podcast. It's a fantasy. It's a fantasy. It's not real life. But why are you so sure that there's no link between enjoying podcast violence and enjoying real violence? I don't I well, I'm gonna tell you why I'm so sure do not ask me a question like that. I'm not gonna I'm not biting. I refuse your question. Why? Because I refuse your question. I'm not your slave and you're not my master. You I can't just, make me dance to your tune. I, I can't I'm, not, have, I'm not a monkey. I'm I can't not, make it, you answer anything. I'm just it, I'm uh, asking and, you interesting and, and questions. Ha, and, I'm saying, and I'm saying I refuse. Okay, well, no, I was just asking you why. That's fine. Um, but you see... Jack Mangan said... We can't turn our back and say that violence and... Well, then you should talk to
1: Jack Mangan doesn't have a sort Then you should talk
0: to... Jack Mangan... ...about that. And I think he's actually here, so you can. I'd, I'd love to, but, I mean, I... You know, it's interesting that you have a different view, and I'm just trying to explore that. Yeah, so. And I don't want to. Because I'm here to sell my podcast. This is a commercial for the podcast. Make no mistake. Well, you and I, yeah, yeah. This so, is, so you don't want to talk about anything serious? Yeah, I don't want to talk about what you want to talk about. I, I, I haven't wanted... I've been, yeah, the reason I don't want to talk about it is because i said everything I have to say about it. If anyone cares what I have to say about it, they can Google me. Jack
1: Mangan's deadpan podcast.
0: Me. And, and I'm shutting you know, your butt down. And that's, that's entirely <laughs> your... That's entirely... <laughs>
1: are going to do something I've never really, really done in 265 episodes of Deadpan. This is something that's actually always interested me. Um, So, we're going to call this Jack Predicts the Future.
2: I'm I'm Uh,
1: I'm not going, like, way, way out in the future. Not, like, when we're or bubble men living or bubble beings living uh, you know, bodiless existences. This is like the next generations or so or so. No, not that next generation, just the next generation. Jack predicts the future. I will be right and mostly wrong with uh, with my guesses, but hopefully, you know, hopefully this will spur some, some conversation.
0: If you like quirky movies, you might know about the View Ask universe.
2: Jay said you guys had a Star Wars themed wedding and you tied the knot dressed like stormtroopers. And he says, you're the bitch and you're the butch.
0: If you're a geek, you probably know about the Whedonverse.
2: Shiny. Let's be bad guys.
0: If you're a podcast junkie, you better know about the Merverse.
1: Let's go to the meeting. I want to get there early enough
0: to make sure I have humans sitting next to me. Bigot. Well, there's a new reality in town. The Omniverse. Featuring a wide variety of fiction from podcasting veteran Scott Roche and voice talent from around the internet, if you like getting your earbuds filled with tales about monsters, spaceships, steam-powered battle tanks, and epic wizards, then go to scottroche.com omniverse, or search for Omniverse under the podcast section at the iTunes store. Your mind will thank you. You are listening
2: to Jack Mangan's podcast show. Deadpan is the way.
1: And bear in mind, you know, my focus is divided as a pie in the Duggars' house. Anyway, enough preamble. If you want holy shit cool bleeding edge insights into futurism, then I highly recommend you start with Bruce Sterling's blog uh, over at Wired. You know, he'll link you and he'll link you to futurists who are even more deeply embedded than him. We'll start with future tech since that's where everybody starts. I don't I don't think we're gonna have cyberpunk well, we're kinda living cyberpunk, but I don't think we're gonna have like guns embedded in our arms. But however, of course, we're we're already most of us are already kind of cyborg in some way or another. So you you will see more artificial body parts. Um <laughs> 3D printers is going to be huge. I think uh, we haven't really fully, you know, uh, people's imaginations are going to take 3D printers to places that we can't even fathom just yet. I mean, every day we see new examples of amazing, like printed houses is one thing. Printed guns is another thing. I think another exciting development to keep an eye out for is augmented reality, where uh, wearing the correct glasses or contact lenses... You're seeing metadata around everything you look at in the world. There's program metadata. Kind of like um, there's some of that minority report. Of course, that's that's the main way it'll be used, being to pitch advertising bullshit at you. And as far as what we carry in our pocket, I mean, right now everyone's kind of hyped on their, their smartphones, and then there's the the tablet type of devices. I, I don't know what you'll be carrying. I don't know how you'll be interfacing. I don't know if actually it'll be... Something with, with the augmented reality where you'll actually be pulling up screens, like in spherical Tomy, where you're kinda of a s a virtual screen comes up and you're you're typing into a virtual keyboard or even a virtual FaceTime session where, where there's actually no hardware, it's just something that's projected in thin air in front of you via augmented reality.
2: Hi, this is Anya from Buffy Between the Lines, the Audio Drama. And you're listening to Jack Frando's Deadpan Podcast. Deadpan is the way. I left out that one word. Is that okay? I mean, I've seen all manner of customs, and you really don't want to know what some demons do with their mothers. I just have sex with Xander. Um, and where's my paycheck? What? Speaking of
1: that, I uh, social media. Counter to the predictions of uh, spending all this time you know, in FaceTime and constantly being photoblogged and and videotaped. I think, I think most people enjoy the remoteness and the low-pressure pace of the text-based meme sharing and chatter on on Twitter and and Facebook. You know, this way you can pick and choose pre-selected images to represent yourself, rather than, you know, rather than bedhead you or smeared eyeliner or you know wearing your coffee-stained Gary Coleman T-shirt. You know, I think just like now, I think in the future, real time conversation across across the world across the internet is or any planned face-to-face interaction as it's been for hundreds of years that's only going to happen after there's been time to primp i don't think we're going to spend, I don't think facebook is going to become a constant virtual virtual space i think actually there will be people who will take it that way there'll be people who want to be their own reality stars I and mean, we've seen that already people live you know live cast their lives um just going through these rapid fire we will see more gay tolerance i think the next generations of kids are absolutely not going to care of course it's never you know prejudice is never going to go away against any against any group but i think the next generation of kids are really not going to give it a shit whether you like boys or girls or both and um you know i think that's progress <laughs> Along the same lines, of course, the racial blending we're seeing is going to continue. The bad news is hunger will continue as it is. And of course, there'll be far too much hunger. And of course, just like now, there's no valid reason at all for starving people to not have access to food. None. Right now, America is beset with a class division thing, although you can already feel the discussion receding. You can already feel people moving moving on like that was a fad to talk about class divisions. Um, But, you know, the resource inequality is a crisis. Now, whatever happens, hopefully we're eroding the notion that hard work equals accumulation of wealth is a mathematical absolute. Because that's not. That's not true. To sum up, class division's not going away. Money will still continue to buy everything and everyone, including life, health, and a great number of freedoms. But hopefully, you know, the next generation beyond that will start to rectify that.
0: What the fuck happened to the deadpan? I used to know. Where's the spirit? Where's the guts? Huh? This could be the greatest night of our lives. But you're going to let it be the
1: worst. Oh, we're afraid to go with you. Jack Mangan. We might
0: get in trouble. Well, just kick my ass from now on! All
1: right, moving on. Call me a fool, but I have doubts about the water crisis predictions that you hear. You hear that we're going to be having Mad Max road wars over bottles of Dasani. I think we'll find a way. I... I think we will. Space. As private enterprise? Bah. You know what? Humanity needs to assemble and work toward this goal. Um, the U.S. government's apparently going to continue to drop the ball, and has dropped the ball since the 70s on this. But maybe some other government will, will pick it up and space travel become a priority again.
0: This is heather Welliver.
1: Deadpan is the motherfucking way. Male dominance in the in the world. That's I don't think it's no it's going to be black and white anymore. I think it ha, it used to be black and white. I think even now it's not so black and white. I think we're kind of right now we're kind of in a crisis of gender identity and it's hard to predict where that's going to come out. There's a lot of, there are a lot of people who are predicting the end of the male altogether, and I think that's horseshit, but it will it' be interesting to see how it plays out as percentages of the population fulfill those stereotypes where women kind of drive their way and work extra hard to get to the top, and men sit on the couch and play video games and get fat, not all of course, but reality t v type of entertainment here's a little secret about t v at least since the sixties and maybe even before that the public has always liked watching other regular Joe Publix. Candid Camera, remember Real People in the 80s? We've had game shows forever, Donahue-type talk shows for for decades. Of course, those seem like they're a never-ending plague, and now they're mostly gone. You've got Jaywalking on Jay Leno, American Idol, Survivor, MTV's Crapfest shows, Real World and Road Rules. You know, as much as we love our celebrities, we also love watching regular Joe's.
0: try to realize the truth what truth there is no spoon
2: there is no spoon hey call in the deadpan party line where are the ladies at the energizer bunny says hubby and i have gone pretty much strictly e in our reading part of it is practicality our basement was getting over full with seven put bookcases. We've actually started to cull our paper books so we can get rid of some of our cases. When we want an autograph, we get our iPad cover signed then put the covers in the bookcase and get a new cover. SP says, Joe, we recommend Gloom and Star Flux. Van, we'd use Apple TV to watch HBO and Showtime shows via iTunes. I was pleased with the Fringe finale. Amy Bowen says, that is an awesome service project. I applaud your initiative, Smiley. My local university is organizing a big service project to help out one of the local churches with various tasks. According to the email I got when I asked for more details, quote, there are a variety of tasks volunteer can be doing, organizing, making blankets, cleaning, crafting bracelets, construction and renovation, close quote. I don't know which one I'll be doing yet. I do know that there will be volunteer t-shirts smiling. Desert Pixie says, thanks Rhett. This type of tech talk seriously hurts my brain, but I appreciate your clear explanation. Go Yotes, smiley face. Desert Pixie says, I really feel for the Genius Bar folks. They sure deal with many cranky people. DJ Bunny says, the wet woman finds the silly boyfriend in the small place. DJ Bunny says, a stinky outhouse. Amy Bowen says, I scored 136. That was fun, smiley. SB says, and this is per Ed's, Ed from Texas' request, Mahatma Gandhi, as you know, walked barefoot most of the time, which produced an impressive set of calluses on his feet. He also ate very little, which made him rather frail, and with his odd diet, he suffered from bad breath. This made him, dot, dot, oh man, this is so bad, it's good, ellipsis, a super callus, hex hexpihalitosis. And the first of the week, Vanaman jumps in with the leaves, like Elton John, at a VH1 Divas concert. Panamon says, it's far too early to greet the day with a smile. All right, this uh, party line call has cost me $586.38. I'm hanging up now. This is Brad P. from NJ and the Whole Lot of Nonsense podcast at WholeLotOfNonsense.org. And. <laughs> Great. Gave myself the hiccups doing that.
1: I don't think there's any end in sight of political extremism. You know, the YouTube comment style discourse and discussion on social issues. That climate will continue to, to create more Jared Lofners and, you know, politically driven people who just get to crack and do crazy, horrible shit. Because I don't see any end to the shrill extremist voices. On climate change denialism, well, that's never going to end. But uh, even you know, even as the effects begin to cause devastation to some regions, however, I think you know there's going to be lots of big money, heavily populated urban regions that will adapt and evolve, and won't really the effects won't be as in your face for those folks. Of course, for the places with less money and less fortunate global positioning on the on the planet, you know, i.e., coastal areas. You know, it's really hard to predict just how bad it is going to get. You know, the inland the the mainland's going to, get to see the the intense heat and things like that and droughts and things like that, but I think the coasts are really what's going to be ravaged. But you know, President Obama just today during the, the day of this recording, during his the inauguration of his second term, he addressed global he addressed climate change. So so maybe, you know, if that office is taking taking it seriously, then maybe other uh, world leaders will too. I think in art, the art world, and and just socially, you're going to see more of that hipster-like, that crippling self-consciousness. And I think you're going to continue to see art that takes no risks, like we've seen for the past decade. And of course, that crippling self-consciousness, you know, our generation is to blame for that. You know, we can laugh at them with their horrible clothes and crappy attitudes and gauge earrings, but you know what? We're to blame for that. Um, Politics is going to become, it's going to continue to become even more Wrestlemania-like.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to violence, the word and the act. While violence cloaks itself in a plethora of disguises, its favorite mantle still remains. Jack Mangan's Pan Podcast.
1: Paying for stuff, this is an interesting thing. I think free versus, and shareware stuff versus paying... I think people have overall already stopped paying for small stuff. I mean, how many people buy music anymore? But, you know, people still seem to put out big money for big, like, games, like video games, expensive video games. It'd be interesting to see, you know, as internet speeds increase, as hard drive space increases, bandwidth, all these things as they increase, as people become more, as generations grow up more tech-savvy... If people will, you know, if no one, if just no one's going to buy movies anymore, or no one's going to buy games anymore, when you can just grab them and download them and, and just have them for free, just like you can with songs. I'm not advocating that. I'm just saying it's going to be interesting to see where where these industries go. Longevity. You know, expanding your life. Uh, you know, I'm surprised we don't have this now. As as technology increases lifespans, I think we're going to see cults of people who are working towards expanding expanding our lifespans and cults of people who work together and you know share secrets and you know with the entire the, the the whole goal of living into into their hundreds all right um this has gone on way too long i'm gonna wrap up with things that won't happen things that we predicted incorrectly uh 20 years ago or hell even five years ago there won't be new sports as a culture we like what we got we're not interested. You got this cool new game? You know, fuck you. We don't care. Laser tag, the sport of the future? No, get, beat it. We want to watch the sports we have. The same mentality, unfortunately, applies to new art forms. Um, of course, this goes hand in hand with the liberation of the artist. We had this idea that, you know, there was going to be this indie creation paradise. in the That the internet was going to create this indie creator paradise. You know, it has happened to some degree. You know, we have success stories like Scott Sigler. But, you know, it's not on the scale that we'd previously anticipated. And even Scott Sigler, and I totally endorse him. There's not a criticism of him. You know, he's with a big... He's with old media now. And more power to him. But, um, you know, I think that's the way indie successes still continue to go and will continue to go. Even as old media kind of looks more and more dinosaur-ish. It's not... Not necessarily a good thing, not necessarily a bad thing. It's just how it goes. We're not going to see the rise of interactive entertainment, just like that stuff before. You know, pe- There have been movies where movies have been released where you can sit there and you can make decisions for the characters and it will affect the outcome of the movie. And Those things have always been failures. People are not interested. They want to be entertained. They want to be spoon-fed. That's not going to change. Not in the next generation. Which, of course, is why podcasting kind of... I wouldn't say it failed, but it failed. Radio is still there. Podcasts work. If you're Oprah. If you're already established. That end of day's plague or cataclysm leading to the world of Mad Max that everyone's predicting, uh, you know, know—we've been that's been predicted really as long as to all of human history. We've been predicting the cataclysmic end. It's not coming. The end of television? Well, I... Yes and no. I mean, I think it's all going to be web-based. I don't think we're going to have the big box in the... I don't know, maybe we will. Certainly the Leave it to Beaver era of TV, it's already gone. I do, you know, it would make sense that everything's going to kind of streamline and that we won't have, you know, multiple screens in our house. We'll have one kind of... One or two screens that are our, our screens that we use to interact with the world. And finally, well, this is obvious already... Years ago, we kind of thought that the fax was the way of communication in the future. Yes, we did. Now, even now, in 2013, I get angry if someone says they want, want me to send them a fax. It's like, really? Are you fucking kidding me? You can't take an email. You can't take a phone call. So, there you go. All right, we need to stop here. There's just too, too much more of the future to cover, you know, in one podcast episode. That could be the theme of an entire podcast. I think we've covered quite a bit.
0: doesn't arrive off easily. At this moment, you should be with us.